What's going on, Sam Boner Nation? Hope everybody's having a real nice day. Happy Monday, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Sam Boner Show. Creeping in on 100 episodes. I woke up this morning and I said to myself, 100 episodes. Are you going to make it? to 100 episodes, Mick. I sure as hell didn't feel like firing up a little episode of the Sam Boner show today. God damn, these Mondays and Tuesdays just continue to get tougher and tougher and tougher. Look, I'm battered, I'm bruised, and I'm feeling the pain for all you beloved Philadelphia Eagles fans, all you beloved Sam Boners out there, but we're going to grind through taking a little lunch break here. Sam Boners. We're back to the grind. (laughs) All hands on deck. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Shout out to our good friends at not for long media for all the production, Jack in the back, Colin, the team for giving me the support, all the resources, the equipment to do what I'm doing on a week to bi-weekly, two weekly, but whatever the guy, you know, I fire them up here and there. Oh, man alive. Man alive. Appreciate all your support there. The original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge all over the country. Fudgekitchen.com. Always a good time to get your fudge game on. Appreciate all the love and support to the Fudge Kitchen family. Can't wait to get back down the shore and just chew on some saltwater taffies, lay on my beach chair, stare at the ocean, play washers, just hang out, man. Hang out. How many days till Memorial Day weekend? Let me think here. January, February, March, April, like 144 days, if I had to guess. 144 days until Memorial Day weekend, Sambo Nation. But that's all right. We are still alive. We are still well. We are in the playoffs, Sambo Nation. Your Philadelphia Eagles happen to be still alive, and they will be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football. Eight o'clock, prime time. Look, I know this sucks. It really does. Uh, you know, uh, look, I'm a homer, right? I am. I'm a homer, right? We stink. We absolutely stink. We have nothing. No heart, no chemistry. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know anything about this team inside the locker room, on the sidelines, on the field. It is the most unpredictable collapse in the history in the history of Philadelphia sports. But who am I to say, right? I'm just another guy behind another microphone doing another podcast here in the Philadelphia market. But you know what? Somebody's got to do it, Sambo Nation. So appreciate all the love and support. We're just going to keep on grinding, and we're going to continue to keep watching this goddamn god-awful football team week in, week out, bring nothing, bring absolutely nothing nothing to the table. Now, yesterday was an interesting uh, day, right? It really was. It was an interesting day. Week 18, 
a game against uh, a divisional rival in the New York Giants that had really little to no meaning, really, at the end of the day. It had little to no meaning in that game. Yeah, if we won <laughs> and the Cowboys lost, we'd win the division and we'd get the two seed. Come on, man. Did you really think that the Dallas Cowboys lay in 13 points to a team who's looking for a better draft pick next year was really going to lose that game and forego the NL, or I'm sorry, the NFC East championship, right? Dude, there was no prayer that the Cowboys lost that game. So that said, do you look at the Eagles situation? Do you say two things? One, one, Philadelphia, do you go out and play the Giants with all the fucking might and heart in the world to just absolutely go in there and blow the doors off them, maybe giving it some sort of like lift and, you know, a boost in momentum going into the postseason, kind of like a win to say like, all right, let's go. We got it back. Let's go into the playoffs and get back to exactly where we were in the first 11 weeks of the season. Or B, do you... Just say, you know what, guys? We all need to just take a step back. We all need to rest. This game at the end of the day is meaningless. Let's rest all of our starters and go in to the wild card weekend with two weeks full rest, 15 days, my ad, you, now that we're the Monday night football game, and go into week 19, wild card week, with all those fresh legs, fully healthy. Hurts is healthy. A.J. Brown would be healthy. Maybe Devontae Smith would be healthy, but no. We decided to go in there and lay an absolute egg and really become, quickly become, what I'd like to say, one of the, the, the most laughing stock teams in the entire NFL. Look, there's maybe some hindsight there, but like we didn't have a plan. And that's the problem. This team continues to go out there and not have a plan. Like this, again, is likely one of the biggest collapses oh my god in all of philadelphia sports now for those of you watching on youtube i'm holding a nfl duke wilson dutch not dutch duke football one of those mini hutches dutch <laughs> hutch mini hutch you know back in the day i could throw this ball close to 75 yards like in eighth grade too i could fucking throw this hutch 75 yards downfield I don't know where I'm going with that, Sambo Nation, but honest to God, I want to throw this goddamn ball right through this screen because I could not be more frustrated with what's going on in the city of brotherly love. What is going on with our beloved Philadelphia Eagles? Like, do we really have that faith and hope? It's sick. It's sick to my, I'm sick to my stomach. The fact that I still believe I still believe in the Philadelphia Eagles. I still believe that we can go down to Florida next weekend and beat the Bucs. Now, granted, that's not saying a lot. And I think that there could be some upsets along the way to the point where we essentially are going to face San Fran in the NFC Championship. But, like, that's a really sickening take. It really is because, you know, unfortunately, you know, it, it's just one of those things, man. This team... It's becoming a mystery. It really is. It's a conspiracy. It's conspiracy. No, it's not conspiracy. I don't know what it is. Don't listen to me. I suck at this shit. Really. I am not a good podcaster. I'm not. But I'm I'm, I'm working on it, and I, I continue to try my best. So I appreciate everybody, you know, supporting me and, and tuning in. But, like, I'm afraid 
what we are witnessing here is something that nobody can really wrap their hands around. Like maybe something will just leak out of the clubhouse eventually. Like I feel like I'm still lost with the, with the Phillies debacle and the way that all kind of came to a, a screeching halt. And, and, and unfortunately we have not really got answers there, but at the same time, like what's going on here. Okay. So is it, is it, there's a couple things that stand out for me. Like I, I I'm going to, I'm going to kind of put Nick Sirianni on the hot seat here. You know, I think he's a great dude, really. In the beginning, when he came into the NFL and he he took the reins of the, of the Eagles, I kind of shook my head because if you recall, he had an interesting uh, personality. Like he, when he first addressed the media, like really immature, didn't seem to have that like stand up head coach presence. But you know what? It's not easy getting in front of a microphone. It's not easy getting in front of cameras. It's not easy putting yourself on TV and talking to the public media like that. But at the end of the day, you're a head coach of an NFL football team. You'd think you have that, right? Fast forward a couple months went by, uh, all dust under the carpet, right? He he turned into one of those guys that like just fit the Philadelphia mold. He really did. He fit that Philadelphia Eagles like just that blue collar mucker mentality, like man alive. Look at this fucking guy wearing like, you know, t-shirts from crossing broad t-shirts from Barstool Philly out in the back practice field. Like he was one of us. He really was. He was one of us and he still probably is. But that said, as he continued to mature and he continued to grow this franchise and continued to just sharpen his saw, he became a very professional NFL coach until just about seven weeks ago, Sam Boners, seven weeks ago, we are on one of those crazy seven-week skids where we've unfortunately watched an NFL football coach turn into kind of uh, an immature, unprofessional leader. And that's, 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 that's kind of where I'm going with this, right? And I'm not saying that this is his fault, but when you look at the grand scheme of things and you try to figure out what exactly has happened to this organization, this football team, it starts with the head coach, right? A head coach who ran out, ran off the field after a game when they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, acting like an immature imbecile yelling into the stadium, yelling into the fans like, I'm sorry, right? I'm not a big fan of like Bill Belichick, but Bill Belichick would never do anything like that. Andy Reid would never do anything like that. Doug Peterson would never do anything like that. Buddy Ryan would never do anything like that, right? Fast forward a week later, next thing you know, our good friend, Big Dong, you know, he's sure, I'm sure as hell he's fucking hung like a horse. I'm sure he is, but Big Dom cannot be acting the way he acted. And it was ticky-tacky, I agree. But last but not least, it was unprofessional, right? So that guy needed to take a better road, the higher road. And again, it's not easy. Lots of intensity there, especially on the field, in the moment. I get it, right? But I'm talking about moments where this all started to fall apart. And it starts with the head coach and it leaks right into the big Dom episode. And just like that, just like that, this team has become one of the worst teams in the entire league. Now, can we fix it? Can we turn it around? 
man, alive. Like, I'll tell you what, man, my, my, my Homer hat is, is, is running out of gas here. Like it is, it's on my head. Always is on my head. It's on everybody's head. We're freaking crazy. There's no fan base like the Philadelphia Eagle fan base. There really isn't. It's sick in a way we are. We're sick. We're sick individuals. The fact that, you know, we, we, we had to just weather that entire storm yesterday and it looked absolutely brutal. Like all you, all you fans that all you Philadelphia fans that made that trek uh, up, up to, up to New York, the Meadowlands to watch that game. Kudos to you, man. You guys are fucking the loyal, faithful bleed green Eagles fans. Nothing but appreciation for you guys. Cause the weather looked awful. The game was absolutely awful. Um, you know, and, and, and the sad part is, is that, you know, you got to drive home and, and, you know, the guys that are just sitting here watching on the couch and, you know, sure enough, like we're watching the Monday night football game against the, uh, the, the bills and the dolphins. Now that was a real football game. Lots of turnovers in the first half, but that was a real football game. Josh Allen is a oh, man alive. Watch out for the bills. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but you know, they post the game and it's like, yeah, Monday night football. Let's go Eagles box. Like, we're just like is it like in our blood that we just like for some reason, just gravitate towards when that game's going to be what the line is Eagles minus two. And you know, you sure as hell know we're going to be watching that game, but we're going to find out fast. We're going to find out in seven days from now, uh, a lot, a lot about this Philadelphia Eagles team. And I appreciate everybody just, you know, dealing with me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm under the weather, had one of the, the roughest weekends in a long time. Uh, it's kind of led down in my chest, but we're going to vent. We're going to get it off our chest and, uh, can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support as always. But you know, at the same time, we are going to find out a lot on Monday night, what this team is all about. We're going to find a lot on Monday night, what this coach is all about. This coaching staff is all about, you know, I, I'm a, oh man, like, you know, if we lose this game on Monday night, you're, you're going to look like you're, it's going to be a firestorm. It really is. It really is going to look like a firestorm. I'm not even sure, you know, if we win on Monday night and then lose the following week, like Nick Sirianna has a job here uh, because his unprofessionalism and the way he even addressed the media yesterday. I love the guy. I think he's cool. I would love to, you know, hang out with him, have a beer with him, have him on this podcast. But like from an NFL leadership head coaching standpoint, that's uh, that's either here or there. So buckle up, Sambo Nation. Happy wild card week. Happy dry January. How's dry January working out for everybody? I'm not a big fan of that dry January shit, right? I told you, like, you got to work in moderation. Yeah, you got to scale back. I mean, you look back on the beginning of November and all throughout December. <laughs> it was ugly. It really was, but it was the holidays, right? Ring in the new year, you know, ring in the new, the, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas. Like it just doesn't stop weekend, week out. We're gorging ourselves with sandwiches and turkeys and hams and roast beefs and steak and beers and martinis, espresso martinis, all board the espresso martini train. But no, it's gotta stop, right? But the fact that like people go cold turkey, like the whole dry January. Like, I don't think that's the right approach. I don't think that's like, like the whole, uh, what do you call it? The intermittent fasting. Like, oh, I'm going to eat five cheesesteaks in one week. And the next week, I'm not going to eat anything. Like, what are you crazy? You, know, you got to just like slowly, uh, progressively kind of lay off what you were doing in the last two months. So I've laid off, right? I'm going to look back. The dry January report here from Sam Boner and Mick. I've had a total of three beers. And a couple glasses of uh, whiskey, uh, thanks to my good friend, 
Mr. Brian Greasover, a.k.a. B-Sides, uh, the Sam Boner's house band, dropped off a nice little bottle of Michter's American whiskey. Michter's. So, you know, Saturday night, I, uh, I, I dialed one up. I dialed one up uh, to the old uh, grandpa's cough medicine. I uh, wasn't feeling good and nothing was working. I'm like, you know what? Let's have a glass of whiskey. And uh, it didn't kill me. It didn't hurt me. Uh, honestly, I woke up the next day. I felt the same. I just felt like shit. But I'm thinking, you know, sometimes maybe like a nice little glass of whiskey can just kind of knock it out, right? It is alcohol after all. But yeah, a nice couple glasses of whiskey. Nothing on Sunday. And I don't plan to do much this week, Sambo Nation. So yeah, I I'm going to, uh, you know, kind of, you know, take it a little slow, right? So it's not going to be fully dry. Maybe after football, we, we, we wind down for three or four weeks, but for all you people out there, just cold Turkey going dry January. I don't believe in that. I really don't. I don't believe in that. Um, so much for that freaking snowstorm over the weekend. Like these kids, man, they need a snowstorm at least like six or seven inches, dude. I can't remember the last time I was building, you know, snow castles and just like going outside and doing, you know, snow angels with the kids. There's nothing like a nice little snowstorm. You saw my, uh, my crazy ass Sam boning down the, uh, the sledding hill. That was from like a couple of years ago, all in good fronts here, Sam boners, you know what we're doing here, but, uh, we are in high gear. It is, it is wing month. I believe this is our. Oh, shit, man. I think this is our third go at it of wing month. Look, I get it. We're Sam Boners, right? But you always got to shake it up. You know, you can't just keep eating cheesesteaks and hoagies and whatnot. Well, you can, right? You always got to eat your cheesesteaks in. But there's nothing more that people love to do and, and embrace, you know, good competitive wing discussions over who's got the best. And, you know, I'm learning quickly that, look, there's a lot of great spots out there, but there's also a ton, a ton of parody when it comes to wings, like for example, and I'll post this like this week, I stopped by, uh, I, I stopped by Dominic's tavern. Great, great spot. Got a chance to meet the owners. These dudes just took this place over. If I lived in Belmar, New Jersey, I'd be set, man. I'd be set. I have my local doctor there. And then I have, uh, a great little bar in the Dominic's Tavern. No, I'm just kidding. The Dominic's Tavern, just nice little round bar action, cold beers, uh, just good camaraderie and great wings. And look, I'm not taking anything away from Dominic's Tavern's wings, but I posted a quick video. Who's, 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 and a bunch of other people chimed in. Jug Handle, Piccolelli, Jug Handle, Piccolelli. Like, you know, like there's comparable wings, right? Like the Boathouse was not on our top 10 this year. They were on the top 10 last year. They weren't on this year, but like they're great wings. In my opinion, like you really got to separate yourself to become an elite top 10 Sam Boner wing candidate. So our top 10 from 2023 is Burns Tavern. They do some sort of like duck, duck dip action of some sort. People will say that Burns is like the best in the world. It's unique and it's good. And when they're on, they're really good. So they are deserving top 10. I got the Sea View Win. Sea View Win is holding down South Jersey, Cape May. And I got a chance to, to Sam Bone those guys over the, over the summer. And I was blown away. I really was. Something unique about them. Very, you know, very just like flavorful, crispy, perfect, perfect size, good wing. Great bar, Sea View Win. Uh, the jug handle, that's just due to experience, right? Like jug handle has been representing uh, South Jersey for as long as I can remember. They have they have a, a wing there where I think you have to sign a waiver sheet just to order it 
and basically there's like a liability behind whether or not you're capable of eating this wing. So they sign a waiver to kind of clear their air. Uh, we use, we use those, uh, we use those puppies for the block pool at the Super Bowl. If you win a block, yeah, you win a hundred bucks, but you also have to win an, you have to also have to eat an atomic hot wing from the jug handle mesquite grill up in Doylestown. They may have dropped off their garlic parms are, are, are unbelievable, but you know what? They may have dropped off. We may have to shake that one up. Moriarty's through and through, through and through. Moriarty's holds a special, special place in my heart. Uh, that's where I got engaged, had a ripper party that night. The rest was history. Barely even remember getting into my car, but it was a fun night. It really was. McCrossin's Tavern right there in the Fairmount area. These guys can continue to kill it. But again, from a parody standpoint, I don't know. It's an interesting grab there. We'll see how it holds up. Pub of Penn Valley. Now there is a wing, and that is a very special, unique style wing. Awesome sauce. Right there on like the main drag, the main line. Shit, what road is that, man? Is that Havertown Road or Lancaster Pike? Oh, dude, I'm clueless. I'm also really, really burnt right now. So, uh, and then the top three, Charlie's Bar, can't go wrong. Hunt's Annex right in the Delco area. And and number one right here in Glenside, PA, Union Jacks. And Union Jacks just has continued to be consistent, continues to crush it. And, you know, those guys are, are a great bunch. Awesome little dive bar right here in Glenside, PA. So we're going to fire up 2024. I open things up Korean barbecue style. Korean barbecue style oh man my chest hurts um you know this is just a, it's just a guy you know a fan of the page dolsat house dolsat house in cherry hill new jersey um knocking on my door man all day long knocking on my door and you know they asked me to come out and i decided to reach out again and say hey man i'm gonna open up wing month you, you've been a fan you've been you know constantly commenting and, and, and asking me to come in um i've heard nothing but good things about these wings and, uh, so we gave it a shot $30 later and, uh, we were out the door with, you know, a couple extra wings and, and, a, and, a, and a rice bowl and the food was amazing. It really was. It really was, man. This is, this has become an expensive hobby though, Sam Boners. I'm trying to get out there and, and support as many people as possible, but you know, to drive 50 minutes, spend 30 bucks on wings, drive 50 back. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the one to, you know, charge anybody for reviews. That hasn't been my style. I think there's bigger stuff, something bigger here. And, and obviously we're, we're, we're going to keep hammering and, and keep, you know, nailing against the wall and we're going to, we're going to get there. But that, that, you know, that said, we're, we're still going to go out there and grind and, and quest for the best wings. And, you know, the Korean barbecue was, they were good. I gave them like a really good score. Like I, I'm reflecting on the dull side. Like I said, nine, four, I get like, I don't know. It's hard when I get behind the camera and I start doing those Sam Bono reviews, I get like real excited and I just want to spread good love and good vibes to, you know, not only the place, but Sam Bono nation. And then like at the end of the day, like they weren't nine, four, they, they were, they were, ah, God, they were like eight, seven, but they were not like, it's like more like, it was like, it's the weirdest thing. They were like wings, but they were like fried chicken. So it was like fried chicken in the size of a wing. Am I talking about wings too much? Have I, you guys have left. This is so stupid. Why did I keep talking about wings? You guys have obviously fallen off. If anybody's still listening, I apologize. Let me get through the wing topic here. But, you know, I think there's something to be said about Korean style versus just, I guess, Buffalo style. And then you have like the boneless wing. And I talked about this in the review. Like anybody out there that is serving wings and on the menu, right? Boneless wings. You essentially like that's false advertisement. There's no such thing as a boneless wing. 
There really isn't. Unless you're going to actually pull the meat from the wing and deep fry that meat, maybe that would be a boneless wing. But at the end of the day, it's a chicken tender or a chicken nugget. So I don't know if Dolsad House falls into the top 10 category. Unbelievable place. Unbelievable staff. Uh, recommend it to anybody if you're over there. Great, great food. Like nice, hot, warm tea. Oh, yeah. You just absolutely got to love it. Absolutely got to love it. Let's uh, let's take a dive into the, the NFL uh, wildcard weekend real quick, and then we'll end it on some just more personal notes. Uh, it's been one hell of a year, you know, and you just got to love like some of these teams that have, um, you know, made their way into the, the postseason, the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Miami Dolphins. Like, dude, that's what it's all about. Like, I grew up a Dolphins fan and I grew up a Browns fan, uh, the AKA the jobs. <laughs> you got to love the Cleveland jobs. And they're going to they're going to kick wildcard weekend off against the Houston Texans. Looks like the game is in Houston, but Cleveland is favored minus two and a half. Like C.J. Stroud, Joe Flacco. Dude, C.J. Stroud is an absolute stud. Man, that game is a toss-up for me. I am pulling for the Browns. Like, they always have that kind of like that underdog, dog pound uh, mentality. So we're going we're gonna to root for the Browns there. And then look at this shit, man. The 8 o'clock game on Saturday is the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Oh, Tyreek Hill makes his way back to Arrowhead Stadium. Kansas City is laying the points. Minus three and a half. The Dolphins did not look good last night. Uh, Tua, Tua looked careless. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I would have been all over that game. And then, you know, the rematch was right there for Miami to play Buffalo again at home. But nope, that wasn't the case. Buffalo came out on top and sent. Miami packing and Tyreek Hill packing back to his hometown, Kansas City, Arrowhead, the 8 o'clock game. I'm going to go Dolphins plus the points there. I'll throw those in there. And then on Sunday, you got the Buffalo Bills versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Buffalo is minus 10. Whoo, holy shit. Buffalo is the hottest team in the entire NFL. And maybe not like playing the hottest at all times, but I think they're very well coached. And I think Josh Allen has quickly become like the new John Elway of the NFL. Like this guy is just the ultimate word, ultimate competitor, the ultimate Sam boner. And uh, I think that he's going to make a serious, serious run here in the postseason. Uh, the second game on Sunday is the Packers and the Cowboys. Can the Packers beat the Cowboys? I don't know about that. Uh, I hate to say it. Like, God, I talked about the Cowboys in the beginning of the show makes my stomach turn into a knot when I talk about the Cowboys, but that's a tough place to play, man. You know, Arrow, not Arrowheads, you know, Jerry World or whatever you want to call it. Dallas minus seven and a half against the Packers. That's going to be a tough feat for the Packers. And then the last game on Sunday is the Rams versus the Lions. Detroit minus three and a half. I'm not making good eye contact. Sorry about that. I have my head down looking at the ESPN scores for next week. Detroit, what a year. But dude, Matthew Stafford makes his return to Detroit in a wild card showdown. That's going to be a good game. That's a nice little action, uh, nightcap action. Lions, Rams. God, Dan Campbell, though, he's got that team ready to go every single weekend. 12 wins. I got to go Lions there. And then last but not least, 
to cap off Wild Card Weekend, your beloved Philadelphia Eagles play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Philly laying two and a half. Oh, God. Have a day, Sam Boners. Have a day. I think that's all she wrote, man. Rough, rough weekend. Rough, rough weekend in youth hoops, man. God, I thought we had the team of the century. Got off to a rough, rough opening night, Friday night. Girls just did not have it. That's on me. That's that's a, that's a that's a coaching debacle. Uh, we just were not moving the ball, and you know, the shots were just not falling. I, I do have full faith that we'll turn it around. It's a long, long season. Bunch of warriors out there, man. My girls are competitors, and uh, you know we keep our heads t- heads high. And we'll we'll have a good practice Wednesday. We'll get it straight, and we'll 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 get back into that that winning winning column. But unfortunately, got off to a rough start. Um, as for the the little little one, man, Jesus, she was on fire Saturday morning. Dropped like eight points, had like sixteen steals, maybe like eight blocks. Absolute powerhouse, really absolute powerhouse. Uh, not no better time though, man. It's, you know, I love I love like diving into a, a, a gym and watching some good like high school basketball. The Philadelphia Catholic League is absolutely stacked. There was an awesome game over the weekend. I believe Prep nipped LaSalle like 78-75. LaSalle was down like 20 points, came all the way back, cut it to one. Um, there's some other real good games coming up. Oh, Roman played Wood over the weekend. Roman beat Wood. But these games can go any way, any given Tuesday, any given Sunday, any given Friday, whatever it may be. The Philadelphia Catholic League is stacked. If you're nearby and you have an opportunity to go catch one of these games, like Newman Gretty versus Roman, LaSalle versus Prep, Prep versus Wood, LaSalle versus, dude, go out there and fucking check this shit out, man. These guys are legit. For all you, all you LaSalle heads, congratulations on the new signing of head coach Brett Gordon, absolute stud back in the day for both LaSalle and Villanova. Great, great guy. I'm sure he's going to do unbelievable things for that program. I'm sure turn it around real quickly and maybe one day again start to compete with uh, the preps of the world. Uh, Other than that, it's a beautiful time to be a Sam Boner. Um, Man, what's next? I'm just going to keep grinding. Keep Sam boning. Keep eating wings. Sam Bone Nation. Can't thank you enough for all the love, the support. Um, anybody want to just fucking hang out, eat some wings, drink some beers, give me a holler. And uh, thanks for getting through this episode. I didn't really have much of a desire to do it. But you know what? We got through it. 30 days, 30 minutes. You know the drill. Sam Bone around. Happy cheesesteak month, Sam Boners.